everyone. Welcome to the Mountains of Magic podcast, your place for those Walt Disney World planning tips and tricks. Got a special episode for you today brought to you by my clients. So this is episode 139, Client Tips and Tricks. happy Tuesday to you. Thanks so much for being here and listening in. And guys, the podcast is about to push me out of the studio. Um, If you don't know, I recorded my closet for hopefully better sound quality. But this has become like the landing spot for all the Christmas presents this year. So my closet is just filled with things. I'm currently recording this for you on top of a Nerf gun and there's Barbies and books and all kind of things all around. So let me finish up my Christmas shopping and give me about another week and I probably won't be able to step foot in here. That just means I need to get my butt wrapping some presents. So just know if you're a fellow late to the Christmas party behind on the things last minute shopper like me, we can be spirit animals together and, you know, kindred spirits. But that is not the point of the But that is not the point of today. Today we are talking tips from my clients. So if you are a client of mine and you travel, I try to send a little questionnaire. I started doing this a few months in um, just to kind of ask how your trip went, things that went well, things that maybe didn't, and also just things that I could do better um, to possibly help you out. You know, I know a lot of Disney things, but because I go so often, there are sometimes things that just like fall through the cracks and in the gaps that I don't think to tell people because to me they're just second nature. So a big part of this survey was just really to help me out to make sure there weren't things like that that I missed. So today I'm going to go through just a few responses from clients kind of talking about pros and cons of their trips. All of these clients stayed at different Disney or Universal Resort hotels. So just to kind of give you some really in-person feedback, um, even if I haven't been, just things that clients have shared with me. All right, so first question I have are kind of pros and cons of your resort hotel. Um, And a lot of these are good things, but I like this list that I put together because it's got some Disney properties, a Universal property, as well as a Disney off-property resort and kind of feedback on those. So first up, I have a client that stayed at Riviera and Coronado Springs, which Oh my goodness, like perfect combo. Um, She just said she loved both resorts, loved the pool situation at both of these. Transportation was easy and accessible. And I really like hearing this because Coronado kind of has a bad rap for transportation. It is like an awesome resort. But nowadays at Disney, I feel like if all you have is bus transportation, that kind of knocks you down a rung, you know, if you're not on the monorail loop or if you don't have the Skyliner access. 
process. Um, that can be a big, you know, deterrent for a lot of people. But she had great luck, you know, at Coronado Springs. There are those multiple bus stops. Um, and depending on where you stay, you'll kind of know when you're going to get picked up based on, you know, the route that they take. Um, and then Riviera is just awesome because it's a smaller resort. So she just said both of these, the staff made us feel welcomed and at home. So love that. Next resort have a little feedback from is Drury Plaza. So this is a like Disney Springs area um, good neighbor hotel. So still close to Disney property, still gets those perks of early entry. However, does not get the perk of buying individual lightning lanes at 7am. Found that out when I was kind of researching for this client. Um, but this is a great hotel. She enjoyed it, said food and the mocktails were great. She was expecting at the time, so needed to drink those. But her husband enjoyed his non-mocktail cocktails. Um, the rooms were quiet and spacious. This really was comparable to kind of like a value resort or lower priced moderate at Disney. Um, so really nice to have kind of more space there. They also, just like Disney, held her luggage after checkout so she could go shopping and do other things. So they had those bell services capabilities that you have at Disney where they'll hold your bags early or later after you check out if you need to. Now, the con this client shared with me about Drury Plaza is the shuttles. So these off-property hotels don't have Disney buses, obviously, because they're not a Disney hotel. But Drury Plaza does promise a shuttle. And when my client went in the summer of 2023, actually it was August, so late summer, um, I called in and Drury Plaza told me they kind of changed the schedule daily, but that a client, you know, would know it upon check-in and be able to view that schedule um, throughout their stay. My client, though, had trouble with those shuttles just not coming very often, um, and sometime there being hours in between buses, and that wasn't really convenient, so, you know... She utilized a minivan, I think, a couple times or an Uber. Um, so that can be a great option. But just know that shuttle service may, it's not going to be on par with a Disney bus where they're just running constantly. You'll want to be on top of that schedule and know that things could change. Um, so that's just something to keep in mind, but it saves you from having to pay the parking fees. All right, I have another guest that stayed of Art of Animation, which is one of my favorites, and they just commented on the amazing decor, friendly staff, and great amenities. The rooms are smaller, so this guest was staying in the Little Mermaid rooms and those are definitely a smaller footprint. There's two queen beds in there, a little table for two and not much else, <laughs> not very much uh, extra space. We were able to fit a tiny air mattress in between the two queen beds though. Just, you know, if you have an extra kiddo that doesn't want to sleep with a sibling or something like that, you can utilize that if you need to. She did state the smaller room wasn't enough to be a deal breaker. You're on the Skyliner, so that's a great 
perk. Um, so definitely look into art of animation, especially if you have kiddos that are into the themes there. Cars, Lion King, oh my goodness, Finding Nemo or Little Mermaid. All right. And then last, we have a bit of a universal review. So a client of mine that just got back about a week ago stayed at Dockside Inn and Suites. This is sort of the value level over at Universal Studios. There's Dockside and Surfside Inn um, that are kind of like sister resorts right there together. She stated the price point was great, um, but the resort itself was really large. So it required a lot of walking just to, you know, get to bus stop, main lobby, um, food court, whatever it may be. So anytime I hear something like that, you may want to consider a specific room um, at Disney. They call them preferred rooms. That was actually my episode last week about if you pay that upgrade for a preferred room, you're going to be closer to the main lobby guaranteed. That's not something you can just call in and request. You got to pay for it. She said she thought the amenities were great. Um, The staff was really responsive if they ever had a request um, and they really liked the open layout. And I do have to say over at Dockside, I love the layout of their family suites. They sleep six. And so in comparing this for this client, Cabana Bay also has family suites that sleep six, but their layout is the bedroom per se that's beside the bathroom has the two queen beds. And then in the living room kitchen area, that's your fold out sofa for two. Um, Whereas over at Dockside and Surfside with their family suites, there's a separate bedroom with the one queen bed. And then the other four people kind of sleep in the main living area. So if you've got multiple kids or you're looking for like mom and dad to have their own space, I think the Surfside, Dockside, Inn and Suite rooms are great for that. Um, Again, they're standard rooms as well. But if you have a larger family and need to sleep six, that's really a good option. And they have like cute little picnic tables in there. Um, A downside that she did share was that they struggled with lack of drawers. There were only three for all six six people and not a ton of like towel hooks space in the bathroom. And again, if you have a larger family and a suite like that to sleep six, um, you may be a little cramped for space and kind of in-room amenities. All right, next little category I have um, is just other things they kind of wanted to share about their trip. So one of my clients has a son with sensory processing difficulties. He's a teen. Um, And so she just shared a couple things that were helpful to him. So they had a one bedroom suite at Riviera and they actually allowed their son to be in that separate bedroom because it was just a nice space for him um, having, you know, his things and sort of familiar items in there and he could kind of go in there and decompress. Uh, This client also prepped by ordering some of her son's favorite foods and had those familiar things, you know, stocked in the fridge and were able to grab those once they arrived. Um, And just other things like extra pairs of headphones that she knew that he would need And she also worked on a scavenger hunt for him um, because he was having a birthday while there. And that, she said, really helped to kind of 
give him control and that sense of control over the situation and a special part of the trip. Now, this client had a longer trip and they had a lot of great things planned. And she just kind of shares after it that, you know, maybe it was too much. And just but being able to reassess and reevaluate. There were a couple things that they had planned that they didn't get to utilize or didn't get to stay very long at. Um, But I think just that flexibility that she kind of shared made a really big difference just to be able to kind of stop, reassess the situation and do what, you know, would be best for her family during the trip. All right, another client of mine, the one that stayed at Drury Plaza, um, was possibly going to be renting a scooter during her trip. And she just wanted to share that all of the shuttles that she saw that were taking people back and forth to the parks from Drury Plaza were compatible for scooters. That was something I called in about and didn't get really a clear answer, but that was something that they were able to accommodate. So just know if you're staying off property, check in with that. But for right now at this time at Drury Plaza, they are able to accommodate guest with scooters. All right. And then my client that stayed over at Universal at Dockside Inn and Suites, they had, I believe, six day tickets over at Universal. And she said it was exhausting. Um, her tip for you would be instead of staying longer and they did not utilize Express Pass, um, they did go the week after Thanksgiving, just to kind of give you an idea there. Um, But instead of going longer, she thinks it would have been better. And this she also echoed with her Disney trip because she did a double whammy. So winning right there. Instead of going longer and not utilizing things like Genie Plus and Express Pass, she would have preferred to go fewer days to the parks, but have spent the money on those things to kind of skip the line so that they could get more done in a shorter amount of time um, and also, you know, hopefully be a little less exhausting because you weren't in the parks for so many days. All right. And then last little category I want to leave you with are just I always ask my clients for a highlight of their trip, something that really went well for them. So first client shared meeting the characters at Topolino's Terrace. That is one of my favorite spots for breakfast. That's when you can meet the characters there. And also riding Guardians of the Galaxy, Cosmic Rewind, and Rise of the Resistance. She also loved Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party um, that she got to experience during her trip there. All right, my other client shared the Spanish Tile class. So this is a great little hidden gem over at Coronado Springs. Um, Last time I checked the calendar, they offered it on Wednesdays and Saturdays, I believe leave around like 1 p.m. That could change, but last time I looked, that was it. You can reserve this 60 days out just like you can with your dining, and it's just a fun little mosaic tile class that you can do, Um, and it is, I believe, 12 and up, so this isn't like a younger kiddo activity. Um, It is a paid activity, but you get to take your little Mickey mosaic tile with you. She also loved eating at Ohana, Oga's Cantina, not having to worry about breakfast or dinner because over at Drury Plaza, they do offer like a little kind of snacky 
Kiki appetizer bar if you're staying there. So that is definitely a nice perk. Getting to meet characters, riding our favorite rides. Um, and this was kind of a baby moon trip for this client. They have another kiddo, but that kiddo was at home with family. And so mom and dad got to come and she said she enjoyed not having to ride or swap so her and her husband could actually ride things together. All right, third client shared a highlight of her trip was knowing what to expect, um, just made it easier to navigate and help to maximize time to get rides and events and different things like that done. This client it was my cousin and she is a prepper and a planner. And so anything I sent her, I believe she read and she did her homework. So she knew what to do. And that just really maximized the time for her and her son on their fun graduation trip. And then lastly, my universal client said watching all the shows in Universal Studios together, especially the animal show, Born Stuntacular, and the parades. So they were there to see some of the Christmas susical um, Grinch things and all that that Universal puts on for the holidays. All right, my friends, hopefully this gave you a little different perspective because it wasn't mine on the podcast um, of some different great things to look forward to at both Walt Disney World and Universal Resort. Hopefully you learned a little bit more about some of the hotels and some pros and maybe some cons that these clients ran into that can help you for your next vacation. If you need help planning that, if you'd love to give a trip to someone for the holidays, I would absolutely love to help you out with that. Remember, quotes and my booking services are absolutely no cost to you. And I can help you with planning Disney, Universal, cruises, all-inclusive, just about wherever you want to go in this great big world. If you've been enjoying the podcast, please take a second to leave a review. It is so, so very helpful to let others find us because I definitely want to be able to reach more with this Disney love in 2024. If you want to contact me, check out the show notes below. You can find my social media and my email. And as always, my friends, thank you so much for listening and hope you have a magical day. Bye-bye.